Merry Christmas, everyone. Welcome back to the Ponies Help Children podcast. Today, as always, I'm joined with Heather Stevens, CEO and co-founder of the charity. This is our Christmas episode released on Boxing Day. So I hope you've all had a lovely Christmas. And this episode is going to be the last of the year, which is going to be a roundup of what Ponies Help Children have achieved in 2023 what the podcast has achieved in 2023 and just talk about a couple of our success stories and changes that we've seen in the last year. As always, a massive thank you to Derek Gray from Audio Bubbles for the editing of our podcast. Fantastic work so far, so thank you very much. So, good afternoon. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Merry Christmas. We're going to start off with our new addition, to the herd in 2023 of our little delight of Bo. Our little Bo. Yeah. So Bo didn't arrive in 2023. She arrived in 2022. 26th of November 2022. There we go. But her story really started in 2023 of integrating her into the herd and the challenges that came with and the different setup. So if you'd like to Talk about our little sweet bow. Our little bow, who came in what would be the sort of winter of the previous year. So she was in her stable. She wasn't integrated into the herd initially because the fields are, are just so muddy and it's dangerous to turn out a horse into absolute mud for them to chase each other. So we had to wait to do that until springtime. That was the plan. Uh, she was in the paddock. Um, She saw all her friends, what were going to be her friends, just over the fence. But we wanted to have her doing sessions. She was ready for sessions. She had been handled uh, with us. We had practised with her. Um, She was in the shed. She had been in the shed with others a few times. But she was starting to say, I want to go and speak to everybody. I want to mix with everybody. And when it came to the lead work, she became a little bit fractious with that because she wanted to be part of everybody else. So she chose that we we had to do something about the field quicker than what we had intended. So we moved fields and then we, we put her in beside the horses a little bit earlier than I would have wanted. But it was to make it safe for everyone because it was now becoming that she definitely wanted to be with the others. So she did get integrated probably March time, February, March time, I'm not quite sure. And it settled the whole herd back down again. And we've had to be very careful with her clients um, because she had came from a place with a little girl who they both had became frightened of each other. So initially she didn't do little girls. We had to go for slightly older girls for her. But she has come on leaps and bounds. She's been with us over a year and she she just gives with her whole heart. She still has, she, she, like, she has an opinion and she likes people to know her opinion, but she, she gives with her heart. She really does. Bo's fantastic. She has a bit of a grumpy side to her when it comes to feeding and personal space that she's quite happy on her own and as we've spoken about was it two or three episodes ago about a stabling mm-hmm. situation that her and Basil are together because both of them are kind of quite boisterous in their personality so we 
kind of segregated him away from our quieter horses and gave him a bit more space so that they could kind of keep out of each other's road and be boisterous and but yeah again if 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 you're Facebook uh, follow us on Facebook there was a picture put up beginning of December end of November beginning of December where I'm sitting on a bit of the shed and she is just about sitting on my knee sleeping and that is the level of trust and relaxation that that wee pony has grown to to give and to receive and that melts your heart it really does so she's she's a joy she really is no boy it's fantastic big grumpy but a character okay yeah yeah I think that, is that who we're publicising that, Yes, that's the way that you, you describe it. She's not grumpy, that's a negative word. Slightly sadder note to the integration of Bo. In 2023, we unfortunately lost two horses. Brooke, who had her challenges and has had challenges for years, was very susceptible to laminitis, which is a imbalance of sugars that she would eat too much grass or she she wouldn't even be able to break down the sugars correctly meaning she would get massive highs in sugars and as a result of that in horses that affects her feet and her hooves and it's like swelling but in a encased of the foot so it doesn't quite work in simpler terms and she had that for the best part of her life life. and it got debilitating during summer months when it got warm and the grass was richer with sugars and she would be inside for a good proportion of it and then go outside during the night and stuff like that and there would be this routine. But this year she... Sorry, it was 2022. She didn't really get out much and then mm-hmm. we tried to get her out in 23 and it it just didn't really happen. She, she was an inside pony who loved life and she did but it wasn't the quality of life to really lead being full time inside in pain she was was in a horrendous amount of uh, painkillers and once you started to wean them off the painkillers the pain would show again and unfortunately just with like just with personality she didn't deal with pain great if Brooke was in a little bit of pain she would tell the whole world that this is the end. Mm-hmm. So we had to make that a horrible decision um, end of January, but we were expecting it. So yeah, it's not easy. She had lost quite a few of her clients because we had moved them on to other people because we knew that this was going was happening. I'd mentioned that with Shane previously, um, that we we had prepared. So so yeah, we lost Brooke, and then unfortunately, we lost Shane suddenly. At the age of 32, uh, we lost Shane suddenly in May, April, May. May. I think it was May. And if you've missed episode seven, I strongly recommend that you listen to his story, the joy and the love that he had and the the life he had before he came here. He had highs and lows as well. So, yeah, uh, we had a very difficult start to 2023 with our horses and then the impact that that has on the rest of the horse team. So a lot of work had to be done to help them. They've bounced back strong, but the minis were almost a concern. Like, yeah. once Shane went, Shane was their life. Mm-hmm. Like, their life orientated around being looked after by Shane in inverted commas, but also looking after Shane. That Although they had their independence in the field, if Shane was to be out of sight... 
they would make sure where he was and that was what their life was for best part of two years or so and they were living with each other and although they drove each other up the walls it was just like siblings who were like had 30 year age gap between the two of them but or between the three of them but they were quite a concern because they hit it hard and we expected that but they've bounced back and and they're, yeah. they're cheeky characters that they're supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it was concerning when you see those cheeky characters not being cheeky. Not being the cheeky characters. And being are. quite reserved and uh-huh. quite almost sombre. Yeah. You're like, that's, that's not your not personality. Right. But a, a lot of work and they, they're they good. So on to happier times. Yes, so it's part and parcel with animals. So let's go back to our success story of the podcast. So... Yeah, we started the podcast early this year with the idea of trying to increase our publicity, increase our community connections, etc, etc. We've talked about it in a couple of our podcasts. Episode 1, maybe episode 9, I'm not sure. I think episode 9 was kind of a bit of a talk about the podcast. So go and have a listen to them. But as a kind of roundup of the podcast, we released our first podcast on the 7th of March. So, quite a while ago now, looking back, that we would have been recording in February. Yeah. No, we, we got, well, we got quite a few up and running before we, start, before we started releasing them because we wanted to make sure we had a bank that, that your idea was going to work. So, we could well have started... January, late uh-huh. January. Yeah, because, but we did do quite a few recordings at once. We were doing like three at a time back then and... Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we've, we've but, been yeah, pretty we've, much all year we've been planning. Yeah, working on it. I've been working on it since the beginning of the year, but really coming to light mm-hmm. end of January. Let's just use that as a ballpark idea. So what number is this podcast? This will be episode 21. 21 episodes gone out. Yep, 21 episodes. Near enough fortnightly. I think we missed it once. Which I think is really impressive because we started off going, we could guarantee to commit in monthly, but also don't think we'll keep listeners at monthly. We need to do it more frequently, but we were like, we might miss a few. Do you remember the first time that we were, when we were waiting on Derek coming in, do you remember my stress levels? Yeah. Of, the, of what are we doing or what am I doing? That I was, I was excited to see my idea and see how it went. I'm big enough to accept when things go wrong and go, okay, that was a bad idea. But I was like, I want to see how this goes. And mum was slightly different. And I, I was pretty much phoning Derek as he was driving up the drive saying, just turn around, it's okay. Thanks, though. But no, I'm really glad that we did. So am I. It's push through. Let's call it push through that first episode. Yeah. Yeah. And from then on, I think it's grown from strength to strength. I love going back and listening to special ones and the the development that we've had just sitting around this table and how different we sound. We sound so much more at ease and so much more like what we normally are with each, with each other. At the very beginning, it's a little bit... Um, Rigid and uh-huh, you, know, you might as well have been reading off a script could, yeah, even though we, didn't, we, we but, weren't. Yeah, but it just flows now and it feels comfortable when you listen to it. And people are commenting about that. That they love listening to just the 
the easiness of, of the two of us having our chats. So, yeah, talking about the success that we've had in feedback, loads of volunteers have said that was good, and people just outside that ring of volunteers, so we've spoken about, like... Parents and... Yeah, people um, who aren't directly involved, and, yeah, we've had impact there. But also, many of you listen to us on Spotify, which is great, and you will have seen that, as they do every year, Spotify do their Spotify wrapped. And I was like, this is the first year that I I might be doing it as a creator. And I was like, oh, I'll go and see if I can see anything from my side. And right enough, I could see a couple of our stats that Spotify have picked out for us. So one of the pretty cool ones is we have reached 15 countries and seven of those countries are regular listeners or are deemed by Spotify as regular listeners because they're in like three or four, or they make up three or four percent of our listeners from America, for example, and three or four percent of over a thousand listens is about 40 listens. So that's quite regular for 21 episodes. So that that's at least two people listened to all of them. All of the sessions or, or more people listen to less. Yeah. But 40 lessons from America as a rough uh-huh. idea. That's amazing. So you said seven... Countries are regular. regular. Deemed by Spotify as regular. So that'll be anyone probably over 1%. So that's 10, la- 10 episodes. So do you have these countries? So we've got... I'll, I'll oh, bear with. UK is obviously our, our leading one. They are and Is it that broken into Scotland, England, Wales, or is it UK? UK, but I can... No. So is that is that one of the seven? Yes. Right, okay. So they make up 90%. And then you've got America, Vietnam, Malta, Canada, Netherlands and Poland. These are top seven countries. Say them again. <laughs> Sorry. UK. UK, United States, Vietnam. Wow. Is our third highest. Then all of these are one or thereabout percent. So Malta, Canada, Netherlands and Poland. Wow. Some of them you can identify of Poland I, uh-huh. could probably be Melina, Melina and, uh, and family. Melina being the Stirling University student. That we had on. That we yeah. had on. Malta could be our friends over in Malta. That yes. Could, like, so those people we can identify with. Vietnam? No. We don't know anyone from Vietnam or... Anyone that's visited Vietnam. Not that I'm aware of. And America, same again. I don't know anyone. What we're trying to say is... Yes, sorry. Please get in contact with us just to let us know where you're from and uh, who you are and how you know of Ponies Help Children podcast. That would be awesome. That would be really cool. But thank you to everyone who's listened to us and supported us because... It's something completely new to us and we know we're not going to get it right every time but it's a process and I'm really looking forward to 2024 because we've got a couple of changes we're hoping to make which we won't quite disclose yet. No, because I don't know them. Mum does. I was sent in an email <laughs> <laughs> and how we set up but we'll touch on that in our January episode which might be in our new system but also a couple of changes that we've seen over the podcast is We've done a lot more Me and You podcasts. At the beginning, we were scared to do episodes just Me and You, but now we're trying to settle into doing a monthly update on 
and we felt that we'd done enough on the past and bringing you all up to speed with the past of our horses and now it's a monthly update on what's happened, what's interesting, what's changed and I think we're executing that well And but on that we've been aiming to try and get some questions in from our listeners and at the moment that's a bit static but hopefully 2024 please if when mum puts something out on Facebook of any questions, anything, anything that you think would be interesting, please fire it in there and we'll do our best to answer them. What we'll do is we'll get Eddie the Elf to put one out because people are interactive with Eddie the Elf. Now, this is going out on the 26th. So, so you'll already so have Eddie, seen the post. Eddie's now sleeping, but we have got a couple of weeks to get Eddie the Elf organised. So by when this podcast is released, you'll have seen the post and seen what we currently don't really know what it looks like yet. Yeah, so. yeah, but we will. So we need Eddie to help us um, to get interactive because that's that everybody's interested in what Eddie the Elf gets up to. We'll, we'll utilise Eddie while he's here. So yeah, the podcast was one of our big successes for a charity, I would say. I would agree. The other thing that we've done, which has been huge, is the introduction of our volunteer development officer. We we got the funding and one of the podcasts early on was about what was the aims for 2023 and it was to develop our volunteers. Didn't know if we were going to get the funding at that point and we did and we have been able to utilise that very well with this development officer whose job is, funnily enough, to develop the volunteers. Yeah, so it took a little bit just to get the right person in the job, but we knew that the job, we had a strong enough idea on what the job was going to look like and the benefit of the job, so we knew that it was worth persevering to find that right person. And we have, and just to completely throw them under the bus, we hope that they'll be on the podcast in 2024 to tell you all the great work that they do. Absolutely. So we knew what the end game was that we were going to develop the volunteers, but we we did struggle at the beginning to get the right mix of of what what PHC needed and what the volunteers needed. But yeah, we have got there and that it's working really well. Yeah, it is. You can see a big difference in some of these volunteers who are maybe out of school because school didn't work for them or they left school early because... Again, they weren't finding any benefit from it. It wasn't the right environment to learn. That Our volunteer development officer has been working with them, um, their personal skills, and you can see that when I'm like dropping in and out. That Well, we've got one wee girl who has been here on work experience since returning to school in October, after October holidays, until the Christmas holidays, um, and she is now going to go on and do... A horse care at Oatridge College that's the benefit of what we have been able to help her and help her with life skills she needed help with her social skills so that she could settle and it was, she will be sad not to be here every day, we will miss her tre- tremendously but she'll come back as a volunteer normal volunteer instead of the work experience that she's been doing and that's a huge success Yeah, that's a big development that we're making and it's an understanding that if this volunteer development officer is really, really effective, there's a chance that we'll lose more volunteers, but it should be seen as a 
a stream of opportunity for new people to come in and develop and it not just be for clients because some people being a client doesn't quite work and it would you need to be pushed into a more volunteering role and we hope that we're able to push them towards employment that they wouldn't have previously been able to make. Yeah, because the, the fact that we've had this this young girl needing to turn up for work every nine, at nine o'clock every morning and she works a full day and all these things, that is the beginning of the future for her because she was not going to school. There was no point in her going to school in, in her little world, so she didn't get out of bed. But there was, there's reasons, and it's been brilliant. But we also have other volunteers who have gone into employment, left school, straight into employment, with the backing of of the work that we have done. It's It's phenomenal. It really is. And some of these volunteers have been previous clients who have been that child in crisis. Not very much. And they make the best volunteers because they really get what Ponies Out Children's about. They understand what hardship is and how the ponies can help. But yeah, we'll get the volunteer development officer on in 2023, 2024 to tell you all about them and... What they do. And what they do. So, lovely segue into training. We've had quite a training-focused year that rather than just striving forward on the sessions and increasing session numbers, we've done that, but also trying to provide more training to our volunteers so that they feel better equipped to deal with any eventualities, really, of safeguarding or anything else. So Horse first aid, stable management, uh, improving their own mental health, um, helping others with mental health, just things that are so important to themselves as well as important to PHC. There's a training course going to be coming up and it's about online safety so that when our volunteers are, are working with clients, they might have been discussing things that happen online, social media, whatever platform it is that they're using and it's about keeping safe um, so if our volunteers not just our young volunteers but if our volunteers know the language of of the online platforms social media that's the word I'm looking for that we can uh, we would know that there was a problem happening whereas if someone spoke to me as you can tell I might not be aware of the words that are getting used that shouldn't be getting used and also social media awareness, online safety is huge for our young volunteers to make sure that they stay safe at all times. Yeah, social media is, so much is unknown about it and the people that do know the most are children and that how can our volunteers fully support them if there's that gap in knowledge? So by trying to bridge that gap, hopefully... Our volunteers are safer, which can then make our clients safer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of negativity around social media and I get that, but we wouldn't be where we are if it hadn't been for Ponies Help Children Facebook page. That has been our avenue to get the stories out there um, and get the support. Yeah, that was kind of our primary intake of people that... That's where word of mouth kind of spread from, was from Facebook, sharing a Facebook post, 
putting a post into a autism awareness group chat or something like that is how we really became expanded. who we are. Yeah, so absolutely. We all know the the negative side of social media, but also there's a negative side to everything that's everything. out there. So yeah. if yeah. it's used and abused, then yeah, there's going to be issues. But as long as our volunteers understand how to use it safely, then all the better for it. So that that's more that's for the future development and um, future training. But back to the summary of 2023, it has just been another phenomenal year. Amazing client stories which we have covered in our podcasts. Amazing horse transformations throughout their year. We have learned so much throughout our training. We, it's it's I'm struggling here. It's been phenomenal. It's a joy to to be able to deliver uh, ponies help children to our our families and our staff, and we have a great staff team who lead our volunteer team, and we look forward to 2024. And I just want to thank everyone for the support of 2023. Yeah, we couldn't do it without. The backing of funders, our supporters. Funders, families, friends and our own family. So thank you very much everyone and I hope you've had a lovely Christmas and New Year when it comes and stay tuned for 2024. Let's look forward to 2024. Thank you. Thank you guys.